You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Code of Conduct Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my step. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host, Jay Smith, the King. And you are listening to this on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network presented by Picasso Pizza. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza shipping local and nationwide. Order online at PicassoPizza.net. What's going on, everybody? Y'all see, I got my man with me. I've been, I've been excited. He, uh, he, he ain't, he ain't a buff, he ain't my Buffalo guy no more. But he's still my dog. My man Levi's in the building. What's going on, man? Man, what's good, Spence? I can't call it smooth as yeah. always. How you been? Man, I've been good. I've been good. It's been um, this year is definitely starting off better than last year. Right. So uh, we gonna keep that energy going for the rest of the year. Absolutely. Um, hey, before we went live here, uh, we were just talking for a second, and, and last year I, I was at his um at his golf tournament and this man jamie that's that's hanging with him was trying to tell me that tua is better than i was giving him credit for and guess what he he was right man i gotta say it on air so that way you know i mean it's out there he got me i was wrong Tua was a little bit better but he do have to stay healthy nice. uh we got some people in here happy to see you man we got john herring saying he misses you uh steph is here uh david reed said good to see you uh they'll be piling in so we'll, we'll get some to some comments later on but Man, let's let's uh let's just catch up, man. How's Pittsburgh treating you, man? How's everything going? Man, Pittsburgh's solid, man. Uh love the city. Uh love teammates, of course. Um Coach T is super dope. So it, yeah. it's fun to play in there. Good first year. Um, you know, to get my grounding in and realizing there's no straight roads in Pittsburgh, man. It's all curves and heels and stuff. But uh <laughs> all in all, it's good, man. It's good. I really like it. Yeah, man. You and you know what? Um, I guess we kind of just jump right into certain things too, because I was looking at it. Statistically, this is your best year, you know, or at least if you're looking at interceptions and stuff like that. You know, I didn't look at every, you know, 
every PFF metric and all that stuff. But, you know, this is the most careers, you, uh, interceptions you've had for a season. Uh, but is, is it is it like is this system better for your skill set or are you just kind of growing into like a different like, you know, what I mean, like you're just kind of learning the game a little bit differently for yourself and, and, and it's paying off. Uh, you know, I think a lot of guys, a lot of people thought that I was kind of a system guy and the system in Buffalo was, was really good for me. And that's why I was having success. And so with a completely different system, um, where we don't play as much, you know, quarters as, as Buffalo does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think it's more about the person. I think I kind of proved that this year. It's more about the player. And, you know, here at Bama, we played a lot of man to man. So, you know, it's, it's three different systems that I've been now and I've had success in all of them. And so, all in all, I think I'm a good football player, and, and as simple as that. So, um, obviously, we have a great D line um, that that gets the quarterback to rush, you know, and and we do a great job with Coach T and, and TA, and even great at DB coach, you know, just setting us up in position to make plays. And so, you know, I, I try to take advantage as much as I could this year. Yeah, your secondary is good too, man. Y'all got some ballers back there. So, I mean, defensively, I don't think Pittsburgh is ever one of those teams that you look at and it's mm-hmm. like. You know, like you always know, de- defensively they gonna y'all gonna roll out a good squad. So now I was happy to see that though, man. Like, cause like you said, th- that was kind of like what some people thought. Like, oh, it's Buff, it's McDermott's, or it's um, you know, it's the defensive system that Frazier runs, and you know. But then you go there, and then you have a, a better year than you had when you were with us. You keep proving people wrong. You know, just every step of the way, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, I know. So you playing with your, your your guy again, uh, Minka? How, what was it? How, how has that been as a pro instead of um, you know college and all that? Uh, interesting, man. So it's good. You know, it's one of my best friends, and uh, being able to play with him again was super dope. Just growing the brotherhood that we have off the field even more uh, has been super good for me. You know, we push each other um, just as men, you know, and, and spiritually as well. And so it, it's been good connecting with him off the field and just being closer to him. Uh, but on the field, you know, we had to learn each other all over again. You know, it's been a couple mm-hmm. of years since we've played together. And, um, uh, you know, just comparing him to the safeties in Buffalo. You know, I played with all pro safeties at this mm-hmm. point in my time and career in the league. And so um, they're, they're just they, – they all play differently. And so it's just learning Minka again and finding out just about him and – what makes him so successful when he had another great year with six interceptions this year, um, the tie for first in the league. And so just, just understanding him again as a player um, was super challenging at the same time. Um, uh, I respect him and and the work ethic that he has and the way he plays the game too. So it it was super dope just being with him again. He had to learn me as well as, as a corner. And, you know, we both know we're two good football players, but, when you're in a DB unit, it's about how, how good the unit plays together. So it was good. Yeah, man. And, and I, so I'll be honest, because you were there, this is probably the most uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football that I've watched. Like, you know, I, I'm not a – I'm a Bills fan. You know where I'm at. But you know, right. you there and I'm like, you know, my man is there. I'm going to go check it out. I watched a, I've watched a healthy amount of y'all games. And I'll tell you what, um, not just because I love Tremaine, but but Terrell impressed me a lot. You know, like he he's – He's solid, man. So, like, like I said, y'all just got a good, y'all got a good unit. You mentioned the defensive line. Um, TJ Watt's different. That dude is that dude is different, man. Um, in Buffalo, I feel like because um, you didn't get you you weren't here uh, this season when Vaughn was here, and 
so we had other guys on the line, but I don't feel like in Buffalo we've ever had while you were here, somebody like TJ, you know? So uh, how does that change things for you as a DB? Like, you know, obviously he gets to the quarterback a little bit quicker, but I, I just have to imagine like it kind of makes your job a little less stressful when you got a guy like that on the line. Yeah. And so there's two different things, right? So you got TJ who's this just gifted freak, um, super smart, super instinctive. And he plays on the left side of the line where I play. And so it's like, I got to remember that he's going to get his hands up if he can't get back there. So it reminds me, I'm so eye disciplined to always drive the route. And I've missed a bunch of opportunities with tip balls because I'm not looking back at the quarterback. And so it's, it's a different way to, for me to play. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's okay to get your eyes back just to see, because I've balls been like right past my face and I, I wasn't able to, you know, make, make plays on him. So it's dope having that, but then he also gets a lot of attention and, you know, we got uh, Cam Hayward, who's, you know, going to be a Hall of Famer one day. And, mm-hmm. and Alex Highsmith had, what, 14 sacks this year? Because all the attention goes to TJ. And so um, – and then we got Larry, um, who's just dominant in his own right. And so it was just having a great D-line. Um, but TJ, I mean, the first day in camp practice, I think he went up and got a pick six on, like, a screen. And it's like, man, you just see it, man. TJ's different. He's one of the best yeah. in the just, league um, overall. Just super extinctive. So it's dope. Being being his teammate for sure, and he he makes us all better. Yeah, no, I mean you could you could see it, man. He just um and I get it. Like I said, you know, in Buffalo this year we have Vaughn before he hurt his knee, and uh, me living out here in Phoenix, I got a chance to see uh, TJ's brother play, and 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 even though like at this point of his career, you know, he's not JJ from from Houston, he still has his moments where it's just like, oh, that dude. <laughs> you can see why they paying him all that money. So yeah. no, that's 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 dope, man. Um you're talking about missed opportunities and stuff like that, but you got an interception uh, towards the end of the season here that, you know, everybody, after everything that happened with DeMar um, and I'm not, I'm sure you've probably been asked about this a few times at this point now. Uh, but I, I think I read somewhere that you, you weren't, you didn't keep the ball. You, you sent it back to Orchard Park. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a matter of fact, I have to send it tomorrow. Um, I just finished signing it. Um, but the uh, uh, couple of days before the game, I said, you know, if I get an opportunity to make a play on the ball, um, I get an interception, I'm sending it to DeMar. I mean, that's when, – when you play DB, especially in the close-knit group that we were in Buffalo, um, you get to learn a lot about guys. And um, I hate that I couldn't be there, you know, to be to be um, a part of, of the unit and, and help, you know what I mean? Because obviously I'm not there, but I'm hurting as well because I, I just yeah. got to know him and just the kind of person he is. And so um, I dedicated that ball to him and – have an opportunity to send it off tomorrow to him just to show that my love and support is here. And he always has a brother, you know, especially in Pittsburgh where he's so loved and well-known. So I definitely wanted to do that for him. Yeah. I was um, reading. And one of the, one of the things that I saw you said is that um, DeMar reminds you of yourself in certain ways. Uh, If you feel comfortable kind of sharing some insight on, on why you said that, because I thought it was interesting um, in, and me knowing the person you are now, like to, to read that, I know it means something. So, yeah, um, it, it reminds me of myself when I first came into the league. So obviously I was only with him for a year. Um, but the way he came in as a professional, uh, even at such a young age, just willing to learn and grow, especially behind Poyer and Mike, just ask questions, never stop asking questions. Always curious about what's next, how to play something better. Um, and then he just saw when he got his opportunity this year, 
um, the impact that he made. And he's always been an instinctive player to me. Um, and, and, you know, just just to see from one year one to year two, the, the growth and, and the jump that he had. And when his number was called upon, you know, he made the most of it and, and played really well and exceptional for the Bills. And so it was dope just seeing a guy who works as hard as he does, um, like I did when I first came into the league and um, just wanted to know more and grasp more and be able to go out there and make plays. And that's exactly what he did. So definitely reminds me of myself when I first came to the league. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I think, and I, I didn't look this up before talking about it, but I feel like he either led the team in tackles or was like near the top in team in tackles. And and like you said, a player like him, you know, coming in, and you're sitting behind two all pro safeties. So you probably don't think you're going to see the field no time soon. And then Micah goes down, you know, he stepped up big time, man. Like, and I don't know, it, it, every, every time I talk about him now is I kind of get chills just even thinking about how the whole thing because he's now he's influencing um a completely different type of movement in the country and i know you're i know you're a spiritual person as well and you know um your mom and your family i think the most impressive thing for me throughout all of this was the unity that it showed throughout mm -hmm. the country and then you started to see on tv like certain people praying like you, you know the guys on espn praying on tv right. you don't see that especially when it comes to the nfl um what how how does that you know resonate with you how does that make you feel when you kind of saw all of these different type of things happening around surrounding you know his injury uh you know i think it just shows the unity and and the realness i think it kind of i opened a lot of things um to the to one the dangers of the sport that we play you know it's we put our lives on the line we put our bodies on the line um and sometimes, you know, people kind of just see us as not human. So they think they can tweet anything or just tell us anything uh, about a play. You know what I mean? Something that doesn't define us. You know, something that nobody's going to remember in, in 20 years or 50 years or 100 years. You know what I mean? One day, um, nobody's going to watch your signature, you know, and we'll wake up and, and that'll happen. So it's about the person that you were and just seeing how you impacted so many people um, before this injury. Um, and then you just got the feeling of, um, I mean, how many people donated to his, to his foundation and, and the cause and yeah. all that. I mean, it, it's so dope just to see the unity behind this whole thing that we can get behind a person that we still have um, real love for people, you know, especially in this fallen world that we live in um, where um, bad things happen each and every day. And so it, it's super dope that uh, unfortunately that he had to go through that, um, and hurt a lot of us. And at the same time, um, what what we thought was bad, you know, God turned around and made good. And so the unity there is so real. And I know he's going to continue to grow that and continue to show his love for other people. Um, so people have done for him. Yeah, man. You mentioned his, his charity, man, or the the toy drive and all that, man. To have the goal be 2,500. And then like now is north of $8 million. It's just, it's incredible. You know, it's just incredible. Um, I did see that you and Terrell and a couple other of your, your teammates went by uh, his mother's daycare after it all happened. And um, I think I think for fans in Buffalo, and I'm sure at this point, it, it, it's not just about Buffalo anymore because everybody kind of became a, a DeMar fan in that moment. But I think for fans in Buffalo to kind of see that unity, even though, you know, you know, you're a stiller now, you're not a, a Buffalo Bill and, and Terrell and 
I forget the other gentleman and I apologize, but like, I just think seeing that type of unity from another team and then seeing all the other teams, you know, change their profile picture to pray for DeMar and then um, literally just everything. I just think um, it, 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 I don't know. It, it was, it was unreal in a way to me, man. Like it, I'm just not used to see, I, I can't even think of the last time in sports or really just in, in, in life recently where we've come together like this as a nation. And, you know, I just thought it was beautiful, man. Uh, what, what, speaking about foundations, what's, what's next or what do you have coming up for the Levi Wallace foundation? So matter of fact, tomorrow we have a meeting to, to schedule out the rest of the year, um, with events and ideas and stuff like that. Uh, next thing we have on, on the schedule is a golf tournament in March. And, uh, that'll be in Arizona at Raven golf course. Um, if anybody's interested in registering, leaveupwallace.org, but we have a lot of um, Bills players coming out, um, Steelers players, obviously, um, but other guys around the league um, who just want to call golf for a good cause and um, help with my foundation. And so registration is open. We already got more than half the people already registered. Um, uh, so registration is filling up quick, um, but it should be a great time. Um, we have Tons of sponsors coming out. We just actually got another one today. Bad Birdie is going to be one of the main nice. sponsors out there as well, um, as, as well as the other sponsors that we have for the foundation. So it should be a great turnout, um, obviously. You know, you're invited. We need you to come out there and, and show your love like you did last year, um, especially yeah, with the Nobody else can hold an auction like you. So um, <laughs> it should be a great time, you know what I mean? And um, I, I got to make sure I beat Poyer this year because that's my, that's my first goal. Man, he's so competitive, like in everything. I've never, I don't think I've ever met somebody who competes with everything. Like he's, he, he, he's just intense. So you know, I, I'm super competitive, and the difference is that he's really good at everything too. You know, like him, him and Micah are like really good at like ping pong, like some random. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like even like pool, like players, like oh, I haven't really played pool in a long time. He's still like super decent. You know what I mean? Like, no, if if you're not on your best game, he's gonna beat you. And those guys are just natural athletes. You know what I mean? Where it just comes easy to them and natural. Even card games, like, you know what I mean? Like, who's good at card? All card games. Like, I'm super good at board games and stuff like that. But I mean, you teach it to them one time, and they're super good. So uh, it, it's definitely gonna be hard to beat him. And he's super exceptional at golf, anyways. But Last year, he he put a beating on me at, yeah. at my tournament and at his tournament in Florida. So I, I've while he's still playing football right now, I've been I've been swinging my clubs. So <laughs> hopefully, we get an upper hand on him this year. Yeah, I think he's gonna try to go uh, go pro after he retires from football. He's gonna get out there on the course, and I, it's crazy. You're right. I think he is good. Like he, you know, I haven't seen Micah play, but. But no, Jordan absolutely came out there last year and he, he wasn't it wasn't a charity thing for him. It was yeah, it was all serious. Let's go. So for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's get a little bit back to football. That's gonna be fun. I can't wait. You already know I'm I'm there, man. I'm I was um last year I was reflecting on it. So last week Jordan was actually on the show and I was reflecting with him on the show how um when we were doing the auction is when we all got the news that the shooting at tops happened. And, you know, just how, you know, for me, I don't even know if you remember this, but, but um, when I was there, I didn't even, obviously I didn't realize that one of my family members was one of the victims. So it kind of upset me because it's like, all right, I just went back to, I just went back to doing stuff as normal and it didn't affect me until 
or at least not the way I felt like it should have affected me until I found out who it was. But um, I did want to say this publicly. I want to thank you and your mom, man. Like y'all handled uh, just me and, and everything with such care and grace, man. And, and I appreciate y'all forever. Like y'all, your mom is an angel, man. I, I probably said it every time I talk to you now, but I mean, she's, she's such a great person, man. Please give her my love and tell her I say, Hey, I can't wait to see her again for this next tournament, man. But no, absolute fantastic family fantastic family appreciate that I, I try to race her the right way but she's uh <laughs> no she, she's doing well and i, I know she thinks the world, of, the world of you as well and so i know she's super excited to see you um but you know we, we've lost loved ones as well so uh we we know what it's like and so um you know obviously any way that we could have helped you in, in that moment um you know we try to do our best and that's all we can do yeah, well, like I said, y'all y'all did, and I I appreciate y'all for that. So, uh, let's let's I guess uh, pivot back to something a little more you know uh, fun for a second. Let's talk a little bit back about football. So you mentioned Coach Tomlin earlier. Um, how much how much is he involved in the the defensive scheme? You know, I know you got you got so many defensive minds over there now. I mean, even your I think it's the linebackers coach now with, with Flores, uh, mm-hmm. but he's still like the defensive assistant. So there's so many defensive minds there. How hands-on is Tomlin uh, with the defense? Oh, he's super hands-on, super. Um, you know, he, he does something kind of kind of different that I've never done. I've never known, uh, you know, head coaches just to have meetings with players, um, like a group of guys, um, which, is, which is super dope. You know, we were able to – I mean, every – to, to, I think, Wednesday and Thursday, right after special teams. If you weren't in special teams, I mean, you were in there with Coach T, um, defensive players I'm talking, and, you know, just taking down notes and what he sees. Um, and it's always good to have that defensive mindset and just see, you know, the, the notes that he has and how he, he thinks the game's going to go um, and the mindset behind the calls. And so I think that was a real big advantage for me this year. Um, I was able to see a lot more. Um, just understanding and even being able to guess, you know, in my first, like I can, I can guess what coach, what Frazier's going to call. Cause I've been there for so long. Mm-hmm. But when you get to a place, you know, for a couple months, you don't really know. Um, and so I think that gave me the advantage to think about, okay, like, let me see what the calls are. Let me see how this game's going to be called. Let me see his mindset behind these calls. And so he does a great job of just explaining it all. Um, and why we're calling those calls. You know what I mean? So a lot of, some players are just like, just tell me what to do and I'm going to line up and do it. Um, and I think when you start understanding why things are being called, it opens up the game a lot more, um, especially through a, a defensive coach's mindset. So, and, and at the same time, he, he, everybody thinks he's a defensive mindset coach and he has surprised you and be like, all right, we're, I mean, with offense today, you know what I mean? And bring the quarterbacks in and, and the receivers and, you know, just show his versatility. So, Super dope having a coach like that for sure. Man, I love him. I feel like um I feel like he's still underrated somehow. Like, you know, like I just feel like he gets love and and it's fair, but I just still feel like he's underrated. He's my favorite coach in the league. Sorry, Buffalo fans. I've been saying this for years. This isn't nothing new. Coach Tomlin is my favorite coach in the league, but for several reasons. I feel like he has like the um he has the ability to relate to to all the players. Mm-hmm. You know, he has the ability to understand the players and then even you know, you see him on the on the pressers, man. Like, and he just has such a personality, and it's just like you know, he's so in depth with his answers when they ask him questions. He will really explain things, and he'll really put things out there to where people like me who aren't 
on the level of you and, and all these other guys playing, we can really understand it and really grasp um, how he sees the game. Like I said, not as in depth as when he talks to you, but I just, I just think he's phenomenal, man. And I hear all the time. I don't, I don't think so. I hear all the time that I sound like him. I don't think that I do. People keep saying, you close your eyes and just listen. You sound like coach Tomlin. I'd, I'd say that just means he got a, he got a great voice. If he sounds like <laughs> Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I don't know about all that, but yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. He's super easy to relate to. I mean, even first couple weeks of me just getting to know him, you know, we got to get comfortable around each other. And then out of nowhere, it just kind of took off and, it hasn't been the same since we joke, we laugh. Um, I mean, we just, he's just, he's a dude, you know what I mean? He's, he makes you feel comfortable, like you're part of the family. And so yeah. just playing for a guy like that, um, that you can just relate to and just talk about life because he cares about you as a man as well. And, and McDermott did too. Yeah. Um, just like to have real, like real conversations about things you're struggling with, you know, and sometimes you, you go to work and you think it's business. And he's like, man, I care about the dude too. You know what I mean? And so I think that's why a lot of players give up so much of themselves trying to play for him. Even with us being like six and eight, seven and eight or whatever, yeah. you know, we're like, man, we're not even making it to the playoffs. We got to win this for Coach T. Yeah. And he never not once brought it up. You know what I mean? Not to say that it was in the back of his mind or something, but we all knew like we had to go out here and play the hardest that we could to keep this winning season alive because that's just the type of man you want to play for. And so we did. Man. And you know what? You, you're talking about how he like cares about you and he cares about. The, I'm sure uh, it, you, everybody kind of saw the clip by now, but there was a clip going out a while ago when uh, he was on I Am Athlete with Ryan Clark and all of those guys. And Ryan was talking about uh, when he was injured and he kind of, you know, went through all of that stuff he went through. And Coach Tomlin basically told him, like, man, you know, you're not playing. And he gave the reasons why. And he told him why he protected him from himself and why he loved him. And just to hear uh, those type of conversation. And he actually, I think he said, you know, uh, if this was my son, I will, this is how I would want my son handled. So like to hear you kind of reiterate that, man, I think that's, I think that's dope, man. Like he, he, he a good dude, really. I, I, I love McDermott, but no coach Tomlin, he, that dude, he, that yeah, dude. For sure. For sure. So let me get some of your insight, man, because you um you play in a division now with the guys that we going up against this weekend. Mm-hmm. So um you know so you saw them twice this year. We started to, to play against them, and then you know I, like I said, everybody knows what happened with with Demar. So the game was canceled. But um going into to this game, 
with you knowing what you know about how the Bills play defense and how we've been playing over uh, the course of the season, especially as of late, and then you knowing what you know about Cincinnati now, uh, what what do you see as a factor or why, you know, what do you see that the Bills have to kind of do or focus on in order to come out victorious this weekend? Uh, I think for me, um, obviously I haven't been able to study the Bills as, as years past. Um, so I don't know where, how they lost this year in terms of like the whole, you know, their losses. I know in the years past, um, you know, if we couldn't stop the run, then we, we lose that game. And, um, I think playing the AFC North uh, is it's different. Every you, you have running backs, you know what I mean, with Mixon and Najee and and Ravens with Dobson, Dobkins, and um, it's just it's just all the way around hard, right? And so, um, first and foremost, they they want to establish line of scrimmage, and I don't think they'll let Joe just drop back and and let Buffalo's D line just start trying to hunt him, right? And so. Um, in the back end, you know, obviously they have some really good receivers um, who can win one-on-one. Um, and then you have Joe, who's just super competitive. So uh, it's going to be a challenge, man. And even just a little snippet of the game that I watched at the beginning, you know, obviously teams have their first 15 plays and, you know, they walked the ball down there and scored. Um, and, and it's no surprise, you know, it's not like a team that you play each and every week. So you have to be ready for it. Um, supposed to be a lot of emotions on Monday night. And I, I expect the game's going to be the exact same way, you know, super emotional. Um, I think, you know, if they if Buffalo settles in early, um, you know, they have a great defense against going against a great offense. Uh, obviously, everybody's going to see how well the O-line can protect Joe, you know, from being sacked. Um, but they have some really good receivers, and, and Buffalo has some really good back seven too. So it, it should be really good. And uh, I think, obviously, Buffalo has to take care of the ball, Um you know, not turn the ball over, not give Joe Burrow more opportunities than than what he needs. You know, um, but I think the offense is going to do what they do. You know, it's put put points up, and so should be a great matchup, man. I'm I'm expecting a really good game. Um, I would say like maybe twenties. You know, like it's, it's two to good defenses, so maybe high twenties. Um, I, I hope it's not a shootout with 40, 40 something. You know what I mean? Because um, I, I know. I know Buffalo, their uh, their pride is not going to let 40 points happen, you know. No. So, and I know uh, AFC North, they know how good the Bills can be when they're on. And so I, I look forward to the, to the game. It should be two great teams going against each other for sure. I tell you what, man, my heart can't take a 40 point game. Like I was <laughs> I was tripping this past weekend against the Dolphins. I'm like, why do they have so many points, man? Yeah. But but, you know, it, you know how it goes. It's the, it's the league and every week. You're going against some professionals. Um, now, their their defense or their offensive line is actually beat up now. So I know they're, they're missing some key players. Um, I think I think I agree with you. Like the protection of Burrow for them is going to be key. If they can't protect him uh, with, with their backup. And I mean, they're, they're all professionals. But I mean, if they can't protect him with the backup line that they have in there, it's going to be some problems. But but then. Sarah's saying the same thing. You hear that, Josh? <laughs> what you're saying about the turnovers? We can't turn the ball over like we did this past week. Um, you know, you, you let teams stay in it, or you let teams feel like the momentum is on their side, and things things get ugly, man. So, man. yeah, yeah. I think uh, also too. I think I don't think Joe Joe's never played. You know, a lot of those guys never played in Buffalo before. Right. And that environment's different. Like a lot of guys never played in Cincinnati before. That environment's different. And so I think with them coming, 
I'm not sure what time the game is. Is it a night game? Have we found it's, out? Um, it's three thirty, I believe. I three o'clock. You know what? You know how Buffalo is, man. The, the crowd is going to be super turned up, super emotional because the last time they they met up, and uh, it's hard to win in Buffalo. It really is, and so. Um, I think if the defense goes out there like I know they will, you know, off rip and and try to establish themselves, um, you know, it, it it should get very interesting. Um, but I, you know, I think Josh is gonna play his best ball this game too. He always seems yeah. to rise up when when you know uh, great teams come into town. I mean, he he he's such a competitor, and I'm sure he'll play lights out too. It's gonna be a really good game. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be tuned in and watching. Not cheering, obviously, you know, going for Pittsburgh, but uh, I, I still want my guys to play, have really good games as well. So I'll be looking for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think Josh, when when the lights are on, or you know, when they're the brightest, or when it's the biggest moment, he he kind of steps up and turns into this, you know, unworldly. Like he just he puts up numbers in some of those moments where it's just like, how did this dude? How did he do this? I got I got one more question for you, man. And then we can uh, I'm going to take just a couple questions from the comments and then I'll let you get on out of here. I appreciate you spending time with me, man. Yeah. It's always, always fun. Um, I got to ask you, though, how did it feel getting that interception against us when you <laughs> earlier the season when you played? Uh, how did it feel? I, I mean, I didn't I honestly didn't feel anything because I just let that freaking 98 yards touchdown. Uh, yeah. Gabe Davis. Yeah. Um, and that's just me learning the system because uh, we had him doubled on that play. Um, and it, it just – it was a weird double that we had changed after the fact. Um, so, I mean, obviously – and that's the only way you beat a double is by splitting it. And he did. And uh, so I, I caught the interception. I honestly didn't feel anything. I was like – you know, it's like ups and downs in, in games. Mm-hmm. So if I had got that, like, you know, before I did anything – Man, it, it might have been bad. You know, it's probably a good thing that I got scored on before because I'd have probably acted a fool and kicked the ball or something. You know, did something crazy. But um, you know, it was, I, I didn't. I didn't take it personal. And I know I knew going into that game that Josh was gonna try me a couple times, uh, just because that's just who he is. He, you know, goes at people who he thinks he can try. And so, um, you know, I, I knew that I was on Gabe, um, who I've had plenty of reps to go against and. We're in the red area, so I got my head back around quick, knowing that Josh was going to throw it. Um, I just made a good play on the ball. So, you know, I, we, we ultimately lost that game, and obviously I was hoping we got in a playoff because I definitely want to play the Bills again, um, especially in that environment again. It's just I love playing in Buffalo, whether you're a visiting team, a uh, home team, it doesn't matter. And so I was looking forward to getting back there and uh, making some more plays. But, um, you know, they came out and did what they had to do too. So they're a good team. Um, which we all knew, and uh, you know, hopefully we play them in the future. They're not on the schedule next year, but I look forward to playing them. You know, further down the line, and maybe picking off Josh again. Yeah, we'll play you in January next year. I, I, I think <laughs> you know, on, for real, man. I think y'all, y'all, um, early the early struggles hurt you. You know, I, I think for sure the Steelers are a better team than what the record shows at the end of the year. But um, whether you love or hate or whatever. Mitch had some struggles early and and then uh and then you switch to a rookie, you know, and, and he has some struggles. Uh Kenny has some struggles. So I think once he started to kind of figure his way out as well, he has a really good man, uh Pickens, he has a really good vibe with him. Mm-hmm. And I think the more he grows that and the more he kind of gets this offense um 
you know, just understands it and learns the offense. I think he'll definitely be fine going forward. And I think y'all going to win a lot more games than, you know, than what you did this year. The division, though, man, I know I feel like everybody the, the AFC East was tough this year because, you know, pretty much everybody was above 500 until, you know, like the late part of the season. But but man, y'all, y'all don't play in an easy division either, man. When it's, you know, you got your team, like I said, it's going to be. You got Lamar out there, and the Ravens ain't fun. I think next year coming up, depending on how things go, Cleveland might be better than than what they were this year too. You know, and then obviously we're already talking about the Bengals. So I don't know. I just I think what it comes down to, man, y'all, y'all got a tough division. The quarterback got to grow. Same thing that happened with Josh early. Josh had to grow a little bit, um, but I, I do think I, I think y'all gonna be direct in. You know, in, when it comes to your division next year, man. But. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing is, you know, the, like I said, the year one and year two, um, that goes for all the rookies, including Pickens and, and Pickett, both because there's film on them now, right? And so teams start looking like, okay, like how do we defend this? Who's his go to? Da 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 da. Um, so it, it's you kind of got to change your game and how you develop in the off season is key going into the next um, going to the next season. And you know, we threw Pickett out there against one of the best defenses in Buffalo for his first start. And so yeah, it's it rough. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's tough to go against Buffalo in your first start. And uh, trust me, I know what that defense was saying the whole week, you know, like you're not bringing a rookie in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but he he's, he's a good player. You can tell he's a competitor, just like Josh. Um, not afraid of the big moments, not afraid of big throws. I mean, he had two winning drives for us in the back end of the year. Um, and, you know, we went 50, 50 with every team in our division. Um, and we didn't even get to see Lamar this year. He was hurting both the games. And so mm-hmm. don't know if he's going to be back or not, but um, we, we definitely have a good division, especially with the Bengals who are on top of it right now. And so moving forward, and you know, we dealt with injuries with TJ being out um, mm-hmm. for a lot of those games where we went one and six without him. And, you know, when he came back, we went like seven and two. So it's, he's definitely a key, key component to what we do. Um, but, you know, moving forward, you know, everybody has to grow and even myself in the system. You know, the, the more I got in it, the more comfortable I got um, in understanding how I need to play in the system and how fast the ball comes out with this D-line at 100%. And so um, just a lot of intricate things um, that we'll move and build upon for next season. And hopefully, like you said, we get there in the playoffs and we develop that chemistry in the back end for sure. Yeah. Well, free, we'll agency's, hope. free agency is also a key component and trying to see who mm-hmm. comes in and who leaves, you know what I mean? So, yeah. A lot of pieces that are going to go into this offseason and kind of develop those relationships. Um, and I know for me, I think the biggest thing that I want to do is change. Um, in Buffalo, we're super close-knit, right? Our DB unit was super close. We went out to eat every Thursday. And we did a couple times in Pittsburgh, but um, we made it like a, a point in Buffalo to do it. And so I definitely want to make that a point in Pittsburgh moving forward because that's just how you build ultimate trust and chemistry and knowing where your teammates are on off the field, you know, and, Nobody's pointing fingers, not like we did, but where you just have that third sense of trust, you know what I mean? Where you mm-hmm. just know where somebody's going to be because you shared a meal with them where you met their family, you know what I mean? And so yeah. you can't coach. And so hopefully we grow that aspect as well. Well, that's the leadership aspect that I, I can see grow- that you're growing into as well. Because like obviously in Buffalo, you didn't have to have that because you already had that knit, that close knit group. So, but I can see that developing for you out there, man. And I love it because that next contract, this one was nice too, but that next one, we you got to get that bag. 
Like you're going to have to get that back. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man, again, thank you for, for joining me, man. I always enjoy talking to you. I'm gonna let you uh, get back to enjoying your, your time out there with your people down visiting college, right? Or you just, you just visited. Yeah. Here. I'm in Tuscaloosa right now, you know, coaches for Bama. So I'm okay. just, I got down here today, just visiting my dog and, you know, he's getting married this off season. So I got to get my tux ready and hey. all that stuff. So, you know, just, but seeing him, I hadn't seen him. I think maybe since 4th of July. So it's just good catching up with him. Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell Jamie, I said, I appreciate him, uh, you know, letting you, whatever. I know y'all was partying. So I tell him, <laughs> I said, thank you for letting you kick it with me for this time, man. And, and like yeah. I said, I'll um, get me all of the stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I blast it for your, for your uh, golf tournament. And um, then are you doing your, the football camp this year too? We are. Um, and that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Exactly. Okay. Okay. June 17th in Tucson. Uh, but we'll solidify that tomorrow. So, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get on out of here. I got a couple comments for you. No questions, just some comments. Levi, <laughs> miss you here in Buffalo. Good to see you. Uh, RJ says, thank you, Levi. I'm glad he was here. Such a good person. Really, all of the comments, every single comment that I see basically has the same thing where it's just like, you know, such a good dude. We miss you here. And I tell you what, there were some times this year, too, um, you know, we could have used you, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just that it, it just is what it is. That's the honest God truth of it. <laughs> you know, we could have used you in some of these big moments, but but man, I'm happy that you're succeeding out there in Pittsburgh. Keep doing it, keep killing. I'm gonna keep rooting for you, man. I appreciate you, Spence. All love for sure. And we'll stay in contact for sure, no doubt. For sure. All right. Y'all know how I do it over here. It's code of conduct. Y'all love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative, go bills. Code of conduct. <laughs>first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up the to-do list starts does the car need gas hopefully those leftovers are still good why did i get cc'd on home mom <laughs> no you can't escape the to-do list but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using method hair care products try pure peace volumizing simply nourish moisturizing or daily zen shampoo and conditioner for daily use all formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color treated hair Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.